familiar and walking toward what might be unfamiliar to you. Anytime you're walking toward something, you're walking away from something else. Anytime you're walking away from something, you're walking towards something. You can't change if you're standing in the same spot. You have to be moving. Christianity is dynamic. It's not static. It's dynamic. The Spirit is always coming to soak each soul and move and motivate and fill you with His power to intoxicate you with His love so that you can become a fragrant aroma to Christ and all that you may say and do in the world. So Abram here is putting his faith in the Lord. And, and the Lord is saying, I want you to leave what's familiar and go to this unfamiliar territory and land. There's a lot of unfamiliar territory in this land, in my soul. There's a lot of places within you, in your hearts and my heart, that we haven't gone. Because we're afraid to go there. God wants you to discover your greatness. Your greatness is to be a saint. We have two options. In the end, the dust settles. You're a winner or you're a loser. You're in heaven for eternity or you're in hell for eternity. You have two options. You become a saint or you lose the whole game. And becoming a saint might mean you spend a little time in recovery or whatever it be. But the point is, you're on that journey from what's familiar to you and comfortable. The word comfort and familiarity go together. I'm comfortable with the way I am right now. I'm comfortable with my lifestyle. I'm comfortable. But the Lord wants to shake it up. He wants the Spirit to come and light up some areas in your soul that you haven't saw. And He's saying, I want you to journey with me in faith to that place. Now, when you're on that journey, faith is important. Because there's going to be lies that come up in you and say, don't go there. You can't go there. Nothing's going to happen there. That's a bad place to go. And the Lord's saying, trust me. So he had Abraham go up and look at the skies and count the stars. Well, if you look a little down in this first scripture reading, it says it was still daytime. Abram's looking up at the sky and God said, count the stars. Well, it's daylight. You can't see the stars. God, what are you trying to teach me here? So God was trying to teach you that even though you can't see the stars, you're there. Even though you might not always be able to see your greatness and who you're called to be, it's there. It's lying dormant. The Catholic Church is a sleeping giant. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We are the army, the church militant. Take up your arms and fight for souls. How do we fight? Pray your rose with spiritual weapon. When you're wounded in battle, you go to confession. You come here to be fed with the ration of life of Jesus Christ. You're intoxicated with his holy love and his blood for you. The court is filled for you. You're brought into the army of baptism. You're confirmed in your unit or in your specialty in the course through confirmation. And when you're wounded again, there's anointing of the sick. The sacraments are to assist God's army of saints. And what does the Lord say here? You know, Abraham didn't have an easy time. He wasn't like magically popping out. His mother's stomach as a saint. He had to work on this. You guys were working on this together. And then the Lord, he says here, how, how do I know I shall possess this land? God has something for you within you that you haven't yet found. There's treasure within you that you 
gotta, you gotta walk that journey of faith to find it, to possess it. Okay? And then the Lord says here, in our second reading from Philippians, He says, There are many, as I have often told you, and now I'm going to tell you in tears, who conduct themselves as enemies of the cross of Christ. What does that mean? He says, He goes on, Their end is destruction, their gods are stomach, their glory is shame. Their minds are preoccupied with earthly things. Don't forget, you're on a journey. This could be your last mass. I always like to remind myself. O priest of God, O priest of God, celebrate this mass as if it were your first and your last. God has, he's very forgetful, but his mercy, when, his, when he loves us and is merciful, God forgets. Because he remembers you and he loves you. And so, we don't want to get too attached to the earth. Paul says, don't get too attached and preoccupied with earthly things. But as he said, our citizenship is in heaven. Again, pilgrimage of faith from earth to heaven. Heaven is in your hearts. God is present in you. The journey within to the promised land is a journey within you to find and encounter the presence of God within you. If you know He lives inside of you, there is nothing that can stop you. Nothing. People work by you down. Big deal. What do you do? I have God inside of me. That doesn't mean it's not going to hurt, but it means you'll recover and you won't let that lie start to define you. No one defines you but Jesus Christ. Do not let anyone tell you who you are. That's why we need the church to come and gather and to be fed and strengthened here. The Lord, as our song said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Light for what? To know who I am and how I'm loved. Because only then can I live and walk and breathe. What preoccupies your mind will become an action of how you live. It'll, it'll be how you live. So life's determined by our dominant thoughts. What you're thinking about will determine and be played out in action. So what are you thinking about all week long? What is preoccupying your mind? Contemplation. What's, what are you praying to? Or who? To whom? You pray to God alone. The black box sits in your house that plays pictures all day. That thing it can't help you. The TV is not going to help. Take time, turn off the TV, pull up to the church parking lot, come in here and start talking with Jesus. And how do you pray? You might ask, I don't know how to pray. Sit down and just say, Jesus, I don't know how to pray. Can you teach me how to pray? We already pray. That's what prayer is. You're talking to God. You're beginning to talk to Him. So, Today's gospel is about the transfiguration. So I want you to think about this. God wants to transfigure us. But you got to make the journey with him. And as we know, I say it again and again, but we're so distracted out here with all these things. We're afraid of ourselves. Bottom line. You know why we're afraid of ourselves? Not because... We're bad. We're afraid because we're so good. You're afraid of how good you are. Because you know that if you go in here, 
You're going to encounter Jesus, and Jesus is going to want to love through you. And you know that love's painful. We think we're bad. We know that going in here is going to bring us to the truth of who we are in Christ. And Christ is going to live through us the Eucharist. He's going to say to you all day, this is my body given up for you. This is my blood poured out for you. And it's going to be a little bit painful. We share in his passion so that we can make the journey into the resurrection. And so you're bringing today to this altar. You're going to lay on this altar of sacrifice. The altar is a sacrifice. You're laying on the altar. Anything that keeps you from going within. God has great plans for you. Like Abram took the journey of faith, let's take the journey of faith. Because if I had another half hour, I'd keep going. And I would be talking next about how my journey of faith affects you. Your journey of faith affects me. It's not, a man is not an island, right? What I do and say and think affects you and you affect me and all the people around us. You know, just to end a quick story, when I was at college, I had my scapular on, my brown scapular. I wore, as a kid, I was working out in the gym, building up my strong muscles, you know. And as I was working out the priest saw my scapula in the gym. This is a big gym. I don't want to say it. It's a large college with a big gym. I'm working out. I didn't just have a priest. He walks up to me, introduces himself, invites me to the chapel, to the church to get involved. I didn't know him much. I thought, why do you know some people? This priest could have said, oh, this is my time off. It's my time to work out. I'm not going to. I don't want to talk to anyone right now. I don't want to go up to this person. If that priest didn't listen to the Holy Spirit, Father Michael might not be talking right now. Little things change lives. There's people in your family that need a simple invitation. Why don't you come and ask with us today with my family? Um, would you like to do a confession? My family's going to confession. God will take that little invitation to transform life, to transfigure our lives. That priest just coming up to me because he saw my scapula and invited me was enough to get me hooked in the sense of going and then God does it from there on out. But he needs your voice, he needs your hands, your feet, he needs your, your invitation of, to others. So let's give thanks to God. Let's clap for God. Huh? God is good. Okay.
Bye.